This is Channel 253. In this episode of What Say You? Melanie and Denise are, uh, and, uh, and, Jewel. and Jewel turn around, and, it's, and th- when they see uh, 10,000 white people coming with fire, real fire torches, that's a totally different reaction than, we had, than what I was expecting. Exactly. Uh, yeah, and, I uh, was like, whoa! We're getting out of here. I said, I need a minute, you know, just <laughs> let me process this, because I'm seeing Charlottesville coming at me right now. Channel 253 is sponsored by Alaska Airlines. I'm Nate Bowling, and I fly Alaska. To book your next trip, go to alaskaair.com. What say you? Real sisters. Real talk. What say you? Down-to-earth conversations between sisters about life, work, family, and the pursuit of an anti-racist community. Hi, I'm Audrey. And I'm Melanie. What What say you? Hello, my name is Eric Hanberg. Uh, This is a screening of the movie Peace Queen, and uh, that follows the journey of Tacoma Peace Prize laureate Melanie Denise Cunningham right here. Hello, wave Melanie to Norway. And we have some of uh, the filmmakers here as well. Yeah, raise your hand if you're involved in this film. I see three or four. Welcome. After the film, we're going to have a discussion. We're going to record it up here for the podcast, What Say You?, which is hosted by Melanie and Audrey, who are here. So we're going to have a conversation. There'll be a short uh, discussion here amongst the panel, and then they will take your questions if you're staying for that. Hey, friends. Good to see you. Woo! That was... um Every single time I watch that, I see something different. And um, it just makes me think about how blessed I am to just have good friends. And that's where I'll start. How did it come about? It came about because my friend Joanne Lasoski, my sister from another mother, is always looking out for me. I was in my office minding my own business. And then here she comes and she calls me Namusisi. Because we went to get we went together to Uganda on a trip from PLU. And the Ugandan people that we were working with gave me this African name. They they named me Namusisi. And I'm like, well, what does Namusisi mean? It means earthquake. They met her for five minutes and they said Namusisi. Namu, they called me Namusisi. Namusisi. I said, I'll take that. So here she rolls up in my office. Namusisi, I wanna. I want to um, nominate you for this award. Now, I'm sitting here just working. I'm like, okay, girl, that's fine. It's good. Whatever you want to do. Okay. And so then she just writes it up. And I'm totally forgetting about it. And then it was April 4th. And I'm driving in my car, just like I said. The phone rings. And then you saw it in the movie. That's how it started. It was a very easy application. And you don't... Not because it was easy... Because there were a lot of questions, but it was easy to write about somebody like this, that all mm. the things that she's done in this community, they couldn't say no. Wow. Well, they said no the year before. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I think you had done it the year before. So it, whatever, when when God says it's your turn, then it's your turn. That's the way I, I believe it. And so she put work in that I had been doing all, all along. She just was putting stuff in asking me to um, update things. You know, she was really meticulous about the work. So 
when they called me and asked me if I wanted to go, I was like, mm-hmm. And then I called Jim because right away, right away, I, and this is just how my brain works. It's, I know this is a singular honor, but I want to share. And how do you share it? Is that you, you do video, you make a production out of it. No, I went to TV school at Bates and that's how we met. And he and Aaron were my supervising creative producers while I was in, in TV school. So, and they're famous. Don't let them just be all sitting up in here like they ain't nobody. You heard um, of Bill Nye, the science guy, and um, Rick Steve. Well, they're the, um, he's the, what are you, the director and um, co-creator. co-creator of Bill Nye, the science guy. And uh, that in itself is an honor. And I called him. I'm like, hey, Jim, look now. That's how we talk. Look now, I got this thing going on, and I'm wondering if you want to come and produce this in Norway. I'm going to let him tell you to say what you said, because it was funny. uh, She's right. We've known Melanie since uh, a while now. But Mm -hmm. Since Ellie was nine. She said she'd won the prize at the Tacoma Peace Prize, and I was like, the what? Yeah. uh, (laughs) And and she said that, and uh, you're the 18th winner? I think so, the 18th winner, yeah. Uh, needed some publicity. That was one thing right there. We were, well, you know, okay. And then she mentioned that after she won the award, she had, uh, you were invited to the Nordic Heritage Museum in Seattle. Seattle. Right? Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, when she arrived, the very first person that she encountered assumed that she was the musical <laughs> I was talent. Help the musical uh, yeah, you were the, yeah. Oh, are you our singer no. today? And uh, when she said that, it was like, okay, I think we better get going on this project here. And so, so we we embarked on this project. And she had you had uh, the hotel arranged, airfare arranged yeah. to, uh, for for. I started uh, fundraising. We started getting the team together. That's what Joanne was helping me do. Uh, we got the Tacoma team together. Arts Commission. Yeah. Okay. So we shout wrote. Out. Yeah, we got a shout out to the Tacoma Arts Commission because they were the first ones to believe in us, and um, that was really all about us, uh, you know, filling out the paperwork and stuff and turning it in and then having them honor us with the grant, Naomi. Mm-hmm. She, where is she at? Okay, well, you tell her. JP is here, though, but we Naomi's um, partner and other half husband. But Tacoma Arts Commission was the first one to believe in us. And because you have their name behind it, you know, you can say we have the Tacoma Arts Commission as a sponsor, then uh, other people listen to you and then they want to join. And that's how it happened. So we ended up raising almost $30,000. Then we went to KBTC and yeah. we said, you and know Melanie and they already knew her, which uh-huh. was great. Well, guess what? Melanie's going to Norway. Yeah. And we have this fancy schmancy director going yeah, with us. Yeah, we used Jim's name a lot. We threw yes. it around. Uh huh. And they like that. But let me tell you this part: there was people that told us no, and that's where the most learning, at least in growth for me, came. I'm. It wasn't I'm, Tacoma centric enough, is what we were told. Yeah. Well, listen. So I got the microphone. The people that told me no, you know who you are. And when you said no, are they here? No, they ain't here. Oh. Okay, no, come on. No, they're not here, but they're going to listen. 
Because this is the lesson right here. And there's a word for somebody out there. Because when it's for you and when it's your time, it's going to be your time. And and I'm not, look, I ain't gossiping because I said it to him in the email. Yeah. Okay. No, I promise. Okay. okay, Louise, you know I know. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I said it to him in the email. Okay. Because it was foul when they said no. They telling us that we weren't South Sound enough. How South, how more South Sound could we be, my friends? You know, we're taking the South Sound to Norway. But that masks something else when you stand in front of folks and say that you're for equity and inclusion and you want to do stuff, but you have a separate set of rules that um, non-white people are judged by. Okay. I'm just called BS on you for that and be the pioneer so that hopefully now when they see that they got this wrong, because they really got this wrong, then it'll open the door for other people later because God said we didn't need their money. We figured it out. That was the other uh, motivating factor that Aaron and I got involved in the project. And yeah, it, 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 there's a little bit of anger. I have to, you know, anger <laughs> can be a real great motivator and a driving force. And when Melanie told us that, that she'd made a presentation to this organization and they, they turned her down and then apparently they invite you back a second yep, time for a second presentation mm-hmm. after you're back, after we're back from Norway, if I remember right, correct me if I'm they wrong. They asked us to submit again. Yeah, so she makes a presentation, goes out of her way, goes back for a second presentation, and they turn her down a second time. Second and it was time. Like, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay, there's something else to it. I'm sorry. Who is it? Girl. <laughs> Can you give a clue? Girl. What's the okay. first letter? Girl. Okay, okay let never me mind. Let it's me not say a good it. idea. Let me just say it okay, like never this. mind. I know you're a little bit messy. Okay, yeah, but you don't want to burn messy. bridges. Yeah. I ain't okay, trying to burn it. no bridges. I just want them to um, keep it real. They absolutely know who they are. Well, I and, need to know who they are but so listen, when I see no, them, no, uh-uh. I can give the side eye. No. Uh, okay. Okay, well, I'll whisper it in your... Well, okay. girl, listen, all we got to do, and I know we're hanging on to this, but this is important because... There are so many people out here with dreams and stuff that that want to do stuff. And we have these organizations that say this is what we're about and we're about diversity. And then people have the courage to come forward and do it. And then you make new rules that don't mean nothing. You 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 just change the rules when we come. And so when we talk about doing the work and why I did win the Peace Prize, because this kind of stuff, it can't happen no more. If we're going to be the excellence that we say we're going to be South Sound, then we need to um, step it up for all people. You got this wrong on the Peace Queen. So let's go. Let's move it. Move on. Plenty of people got it right because it wasn't many just people Walmart's got it right. You saw that. Gave you, money. Yeah. you saw that screen at the end with all the people that gave money. That's why God don't like ugly. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. And so mm-hmm. I'm I'm really that's going to be my testimony. And as I go through, then I'll just see how it unfolds. Maybe they'll change their mind for something else because mm-hmm. we still need money. <laughs> OK, so th- this was our what do we want to say? I, just I know, I know, no, I know who she. I'm, I'm trying to describe you in the metaphor of um, when you came in the Wonder project. Woman. Wonder Woman. I would say Angel might be another um, spark, spark of light. This is Elise. Got the eye. And um, Elise was we first. So we have a we had a wonderful editor named Leah. 
And then Leah was going on and then we started giving all kind of demands because things were popping. We know we had to get stuff done. So Erin then referred us to, she says, well, I know somebody. And this is also a story, again, of friendship and knowing people. She said, well, I know somebody. She's real um, creative and awesome. And uh, so she referred us to Elise to start doing some B-roll stuff and um, pick up. And, and then Elise came on the scene. And it's like, who is this girl? Jeez, with this wonderful eye. Some of those shots that, that you see up in there that were really creative. Mm-hmm. Girl, yeah. hey. I came in very late. So they went in December, December. to Norway. Mm-hmm. And then I came in in July, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it was yeah. fun. It was like the longest thing I've ever worked on. Lee and I would be in edits in my house and it'd be like eight hours of like talking about project and we're trying to make it an hour at first yes okay yeah let's talk and technical about that I'm like I want to take everything out like to cut it down to almost nothing and she's like that'll make it four minutes long and I was like well that's all I've ever made before is things that are four minutes long <laughs> so it was a little bit of like a stretch to be like okay can let it breathe yeah let's talk about that though because we were going for an hour yeah we, we were going for an hour yeah. I, let me just say uh, about Elise here too. Uh, uh, there, are, I'm sure you've all encountered people in your careers that uh, I kind of classify them as two different kinds of people that I, I seem to work with in my business. And it's there's a person that always is going. How about we try this new idea? I've got this thought. Maybe we could try this. Would you got, mind if I have this if I experiment doing something like that? And then you, I'm sure you've also encountered the other person. They go, now what do you want me to do? And uh, Elise is the first person. So, she, yeah. uh, and and I think we've all prefer to work with that kind of person than the person that just goes, "Now, what do you want me to do?" And you're always having to come up with something to keep that person busy. And 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 it never, the project never comes out as well because this, you're just kind of just barely passing. But if you get somebody like Elise that's enthusiastic, they start contributing ideas. So I can show you, uh, tell you a couple of shots there. The entire mm-hmm. beginning montage of those photos was Elise there. That nice oh, shot yeah. of you. Uh, and, uh, and, and it was one of these situations where Elise was like the original pass that we had there was like, that is just not acceptable to her. And, uh, and if I remember right, you, didn't you drive down to, no, she re- came to reshoot all the photos she came and reshot uh, everything. She's going to be in her bonnet. She's going to go down there and do it right. And so she came down here and did it right. And it's very much appreciated. The other shot that I still think is fantastic. I think you're sitting at an organ. Yeah, I'm in, yeah, in the chapel at shot. POU. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, I think shot. you shot that also, if I remember right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she edits. She shoots video. She comes up with great ideas. uh, I want to say, there you go. Remember, we were trying to. We were stuck in the script on what to what to put up, as far as a transition of how I get got to Norway and connected with Lisa Cooper, and we 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 had nothing. We I mean, you know, you just kind of get to a block, and then um, Elise is shooting, and then when I get the next pass, I'm like, look what she did. Did you see how? So the transition perfectly. She was had me in the office and I'm typing on the Mm -hmm. computer and I'm reading the, that's her. She was just like, go to your computer and just, you know, I said, she said, how did you connect with um, Lisa Cooper? And I said, girl, you know, then I just started talking to her. And so she was shooting as I was talking. I had no idea what she was going to do. And then when it came into the film, it was amazing. Greetings, Lisa. My name is Melanie Denise Cunningham. I asked the Greater Tacoma Peace Prize Committee to do some digging to help me connect with Black people and other people of color during my visit. This is the context in which your name was presented to me. 
Our collective work is so important. I hope we can journey together. Please advise. Peace and blessings. The first thing I said to the organizers was, I need to meet some Black people. But then they gave me your name. It's like, oh, we've got one. We got one Black person. We struggled for a while. There'd be uh, probably, what, for three, four months uh, trying to make the show an hour. We it just in your head was got this thing should be an hour. We were all the documentary is supposed to be an hour. And then, uh, like she said, we I, I'm the, the same way. Sometimes you just have to. This thing is just not working. So let's just strip it down to what the essentials we know what we want to keep. And when we did that, we were down what maybe twenty eight minutes, twenty twenty something. You know, we were down to like, well, this is this actually flows nice now. And uh, so we uh, it wasn't really long after we did the first that pass that yeah. cut down. Uh, things kind of somehow really you and fast Aaron were yeah. watching something, or so you you had some inspiration from yeah, and it was just like okay, something we're, that yeah. you all were watching. But for me, I I thought about thirty minutes and what the piece, what's the afterlife of the work? You know, we're sitting here and we're screening and we're doing watch parties and stuff. But what do I actually do with this work? And I've started to uh, be invited to actually show the work at different places. And a half an hour, you get to watch the watch it just like we're doing. And then you can have meaningful Q&A. And so I'm going in a few weeks to PIMCO, for example, PIMCO Insurance for their Lunch and Learn series. And so then I get to be inside of these corporate places and start challenging them, challenging them and also inspiring them in ways. And Bates, yes. I think something good too about the 30 minutes versus the hour was because you wanted it to be so educational, cutting it down to half like gives you time like when you go to those events. Um, getting to people to pay attention for an hour is really hard. Getting them to pay attention for half hour is okay. And then you still have that breadth of room where you can talk and have a conversation. And that's how it's been living out. So it's uh, it's kind of taken its life in the professional development and motivational genre in the workplace because I can just pass through, give a shot of inspiration. You know, there'll be a, whoo, okay, I'm going back to work now. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then still be inside the time frames. So that's a good space. And then I'm also going with uh, middle school kids because this whole idea of what is peace and to get them to start talking about it. It's actually uh, still one minute long for PBS national standards. Yeah, we, we, uh, so we actually have to trim one more minute out of it for PBS broad, for I national broadcast. Yeah. She can do that. I got you. That I, one picture of me with my hair jacked up when we were in the with beginning. Daddy at the airport when uh-huh. he was going back to Vietnam. You can trim that out. Thank you. <laughs> That'll mess up the montage, though. That's a, if you have another good picture or a bad picture of but Melanie I can, that you want. Yeah. A bad picture. Ooh, no. Don't negotiate like that because she will find one. I'm kidding. Get on the mic. I am the keeper of the pictures in the family. Mm. And she got most of those pictures from me. I have a plethora. You gave me the pictures. I know. You, you gave me the pictures. So I didn't know it was going to be on there. You didn't know I it was going to be on national TV. Y'all better recognize I'm in the family. Oh, my goodness. Jeez. You know, um, but let me do some trivia with you. Did you all notice? Okay, tell me if you noticed anything. Because we, we've moved we've moved up one more version from this based on some feedback um, that we got from audiences showing. So did you see something that we missed? Some uh, something really obvious. 
that we missed. Because when it was pointed out to us that we missed it, we looked at each other like, how the the did we miss that? Huh? The dome. No. Was that on there? there? Uh I didn't see it. We got the dome. Did we ever tell you who the Nobel Peace Prize winners are? Oh, but yeah, no, that's that's what this not. one is. This is the so we've yeah. we've edited up. We had to step up a version um, to to air it on um, on on the television. So the television. Well, we could Google it. That's not a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, though, when we were making a documentary about the Nobel Peace Prize, and we forgot to tell you who, who they were, we just. You know, after you have your eyes on it so many times. Watching this watching this version kind of like made me sweat a little too because we got to certain scenes and there'd be music that we definitely don't have the rights to because I had put it in for like the premiere mm-hmm. where no one was going to see it. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, well, did that play on TV? Like, was, <laughs> mm-hmm. no, no, please we, don't get me sued. <laughs> we got all of our clearances. And that's a whole nother thing is, uh, you know, Joanne, how, how do you get clearance for the Nobel Peace, peace oh. footage? You keep um, pestering them, essentially. (laughs) Yes, that's exactly it. Well, and initially, we had contacted them about getting our whole crew in the room. But "Mm -hmm." this was another no that we had to deal with. They were like, who are you that want to bring a whole crew from Tacoma? No, you you don't even speak (laughs) French, so get out of here. Uh, But um, So I had the contact information on the person that owned the rights. So because I had had that conversation with them earlier about trying to get in the room with our crew, then it was easy to find her and just keep bugging her. And they finally gave us 90 seconds. We got 90 seconds. I said, you can have 90 seconds for free. And then I timed it and we had two minutes and I wrote back. So how much for 30 seconds? <laughs> she said, just keep it. Just keep oh. it. Mm-hmm. She just I actually tried it. to get in separately after yeah, we were told that they, uh, they had turned down our press credentials. And so I tried twice, just another round, uh, round and no, I was still turned down. But we walked Melanie up to as close as we could to the door with the cameras rolling and then uh, said goodbye. I had a backpack on my back. Mm-hmm. And as we're saying goodbye, they were very nice and, and at the uh, at the gate there. But I glanced up and there was a sniper uh, with his rifle aimed at me. And uh, yeah, just as I glanced up and it was like, well, okay, Melody. And then we just kind of back away. And, <laughs> Let me yeah. just back on out of here. The thing that was amazing is that Leah and Elise looked at what was online from the Nobel Peace Prize ceremony mm-hmm. and f- watched the whole darn thing probably to find those little pieces that they shot Both of nice. Melanie in the audience. Smart old Melanie knows when to jump up and scream and wave and well, knew she was going to get me tell the camera. Yeah, I got to tell you that story. When I was getting dressed in the morning to go to the, to the ceremony, I said, mm, I am going to wear my tiara. And I'm going to wear my fur. I'm going to just go over the top because, you know, having a little bit of television training, I knew that there was going to be a bunch of white people in the room. That was a given. So if I bling, if I did my tiara and I looked fancy that the director that was somewhere looking around would say, oh, Get that shot. Go set up for that shot right there that they would. And I told Jewel, she will confirm this. I said, girl, the camera's going to come to us. So just be ready. And she's like, okay, you sure? I said, girl, look around here. We are news. 
Just look. I said, the director is up high. That that director is up high looking down in the audience because the crowd shots are the money shots. So just trust me, the camera's going to come. And what happened? The cameras came, honey. They came right over and set that shot. And I'm pinching Jewel. I'm like, girl, look to the right. Mm. Get, get it together. And then sure, and I know what to do when the red light comes on. <laughs> when the red light comes on, that means they're rolling. And so then you you go for it. So yeah, I sat, I was side-eyeing the camera. <laughs> you know, she says she doesn't have any TV experience, but don't you guys think she's a natural? I mean, come on. This okay. yeah, it's just didn't they also think you were related to one of the winners? Yeah, they well, everybody's Dr. Mukegway's cousin. So um, so yeah, does anybody have any questions? Because we can talk all day about um our experiences. It was it was just so much fun. It's expensive in Norway too, just by the way. It's like cost. Ooh. And then um, the other thing that was interesting is that I never used I never used cash. That was in I never used one piece of cash while I was in. Yeah, there the entire the entire trip. Uh, we I don't think I saw anybody use cash. The anybody there it was all uh, yeah. either your phone or your card. Yeah, I don't uh, know there was a Nespresso stand. Like. I noticed there were a few coins in the. In the jar, and they didn't change the entire time that we were there. The- yeah, I don't even know what their money looks like. Yeah, because I never used it one time. And then th- th- I know we're, I'm gonna take questions, but th- this is my most profound moment in the film, though, is when the the brothers, the black brothers, were looking at each other. I don't think the situation in the U.S. is an attitude problem, though. No, no, but just like in Norway, you know, you talk you, you talk to police and. They'll talk to you and everything will be fine. I, but I really believe that that is a consequence of the gun laws, though. Because the police yeah. don't carry arms yes. here. As far as I know, they have a, um, a weapon in the car that's locked in, I believe. So if something happens, but they don't have it on them at all times. And that just, the end result is that not that many people get shot. Like black men looking at each other saying they think they got the Gun in the police. What would our young men even think about something like that? I well, think they and got. Remember, the gun in there the car. there also was a piece. I think that um, Lisa said she said they didn't have guns too. That yeah. didn't get in. And you said if they don't have guns, what do they use? Oh yeah, yeah. I said well, if they don't have guns, no. I asked the I asked the police officer specifically to her face because there were so many police officers, female police officers. I said, well, if you don't use guns, how do you de-escalate conflict? And she didn't miss a beat. She said, we use our words. Oh, my goodness. She didn't miss a beat. She did, I, and I'm wow. looking at her like, you use your words. Also, I don't know if you noticed that, that at the end of the uh, presentation there, there, that's a fire. They call that the fire parade, the fire, oh, uh, the fire yes. peace parade. Yes. And they, they tell us that there's going to be this fire parade. These people are going to be coming with these with fire. It's like, okay, well, then I watch. Melody and Denise or, uh, and, uh, and, Jewel. and Jewel turn around and it's, and th- when they see uh, 10,000 white people coming with fire, real fire torches, that's a totally different reaction than, we had, than what I was expecting. Exactly. Uh, yeah. And I uh, was like, whoa. I said, I need a minute, you know, just <laughs> let me process this because I'm seeing Charlottesville coming at me right now. You know, it was crazy. But you'd never see that. In, they would never, you know, OSHA approve. These were yeah, all like open these, flame torches. Yeah, open flame torches, or maybe ten thousand. There, there was a, a policeman in front, right in front of us, and uh, he did not have a gun, and mm-hmm. but he had a fire extinguisher and a camera. 
Hi, this is Nate Bowling, host of the Channel 253 podcast, Nerd Farmer, and proud Alaska Airlines MVP. You know I love Alaska Airlines, but it's not just me. Recently, Condé Nast Traveler named Alaska the best U.S. airline, and this is the second year in a row. So for the last two years, a travel magazine, folks who should know, had given top marks to Alaska Airlines. What do you think put Alaska over the top? In-flight messaging or movies on your phone on select flights? The outstanding customer service? The seller mileage program where you actually get rewarded for the miles you fly, not just dollars you spend? My vote? The signature fruit and cheese platter and the Northwest craft beers. For your next trip, don't even visit the travel sites. Just skip them and go to alaskaair.com and make your flight with the best U.S. airline. Thank you, Alaska, for your sponsorship of Channel 253 and congratulations. Anybody have questions? Any questions for us? Yes. So my question was, you talk about Tacoma, and this is the place that you mainly focus on. I actually grew up in Tacoma, but I live in Puyallup, Mm -hmm. and it is so far removed from what you're doing. And I'm like, are they back in the 20s? And I've been there for eight years. Yes. But I always smile, and there's one thing that I do do. I um, promote girl power, so I give out bracelets. Yeah. Oh, nice. Nice. We need to know more about that so we can help you promote that. Because girls are the meanest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that and what we learned inside the um in the Peace Prize ceremony is that they were said because Nadia Murad, that was the uh Peace Prize, one of the Peace Prize winners, she won um the whole the whole ceremony they won because of combating violence as this, uh wep- sexual violence as a weapon of war. And so she in particular had been captured and a prisoner for uh, many years. And then she escaped and then turned her purpose and passion into um, advocacy. And so she and Dr. Mukegwe agreed in their speech that women will change the world. And so it is important for us to invest in our girls. So absolutely let us, um, and Puyallup, they know they got a long way to go. All they have to do is go to their risk management department and see how many lawsuits they didn't paid out. I mean, that's the bottom. That's that is the bottom line. And so if they don't want to be woke, then it's all about the citizens that have to help them do better. But it, they, they know what's going on out there. Mm-hmm. And it's real. So believe what believe what you're feeling. Melanie, uh, what kind of impact uh, would you like to see uh, the, the video uh, take even further? So I like this whole idea that we're doing right now, these watch party kind of things that um, it, how, how we're going into communities. And so I had a chance to visit with um, folks from the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America, the ELCA, and they have, uh, and I, when I was in Chicago, and so they have connections through their network all over the world. And they're looking at um, the Peace Queen documentary as, um, you know, inviting us into communities. So I want the impact impact to be these one-on-one type conversations that we have. I want the impact to be people take it away and they can also host conversations. I want the impact to to be the light has shown on me for stuff that I just do regular in my community as far as my head is concerned. So I want people to know that they can just, whatever they're doing, just keep doing it and don't give up when it's their turn for recognition. Just like Steiner said in, in there with the beard, 
what Steiner said, he never gave up. Just don't give up. So in this project, we still have, I don't know how many hours of footage we still have because each one of those folks that you saw, we have the whole interview. So I have interviews with leading, leading, yeah, the like the, um, I call them the OGs, the the uh, Norwegian Women's Rights Association. Oh, the old girls, they, oh my goodness, we had a good time. Like the first Supreme Court justice woman it was in that group. And, and she's a friend of RGB. And to talk to her and to, they're dipping into women's rights and letting us know, but we, we, we couldn't fit them in. But um, we want those, we, we need funding and we're searching for funding to um, continue to edit those interviews so then we can post them all so you see the documentary. And then if you want to hear more of what Steiner, who's been nominated for seven times, if you want to hear what he has to say, then you can access that full interview because they're all compelling very compelling. In my understanding, peace is to establish a society where all citizens have equal possibilities for living a good life. And of course, when you have ethnic conflict and you have a majority and a minority, you see that democracy has a weakness. It gives the majority the power. And because we, the people, are self-righteous, the majority also believes they're right. And when the people that believe they're right have the power, it's not good for the minority who is then defined as being uh, wrong. Now that's my friend Steiner. And he of all people knows about peace because he and his team and his work, they've been nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize seven times. Christy, I thought you had a meeting. Do you don't have your meeting tonight? No, it was last week. Last week, yeah. okay. Yay, I, I thank you. I finally get a chance to see this. Yay. I'm really excited about it and it, I'm... A part of me is kind of envious, too, that you, you were able to speak to all these amazing people who have been associated with the prize and with the study of peace. Um, and and still, I don't think you really got a great answer from anybody about what peace is, right? Yeah. I mean, it's all kind of wishy, kind of, squishy. Kind of mushy. Mm -hmm. um, but so the, the question is, yeah, it looks like you had so many great conversations and so many great experiences. And I'm wondering... Um, it, what, like one big thing that maybe you always have that thing in the back of your mind after a trip. I mean, I, I was going to say after a trip like that, I've never had a trip like that. But mm -hmm. once you have this life changing experience, there's always like that one little niggling thing that kind of is in the back of your mind that, um, either you've cracked it and it's now making an impact in your life or you're still working on it. Is there one thing that you brought away from there that you would say is your, Maybe it's a big mm -hmm. aha or it's going to be. Is there a thing Thank like you that? For that question. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The thing like that, I would even say what you're doing is I'm is I'm living it. You know, the big aha is that the work is on the ground. So don't stop working. Right. And and if you heard in the video a couple of times, they use the word integration. Right. Did you hear him say integration? That peace is the integration of all cultures, that peace is, you know, we've achieved it when people, when all people that are human can live a, the good life that they want to live. So how do we integrate where we are? Not assimilate, you know, not become, but how do we live as who we are? So to be able to organize the people, 
you know, to bring people together. That's what I do is bring people together. So under the new, I just started a nonprofit. It's called Peace Works United. So under that entity of Peace Works and notice Peace Works and Peace Work, you know, so it's that play that you have, but it's the work. And so being in Norway, I realized, you know, the reason that I got there was for the work and then talking and listening and seeing what the people are doing, the people that won and just the joy in the room to celebrate the work, you know, so we just have to, everybody has to do something and you have to do it in the name of peace. And, and what we learned is that that's inside of you. You define that. That's why it's so squishy, but it's what you, what you bring to the table. Cause you know, when you bring in drama, you know, when you're bringing energy that is negative, So what is the alternative? So it's, so yeah, so I hope this work just connects at this level. I'm not necessarily, I'm not dreaming of, uh, although I am dreaming of winning, winning an Emmy and going to the party, but I'm not necessarily dreaming of, you know, rock star thousands because this work is groundwork. So that's the, um, that's what I see. And that it, that, that by, demonstrating that we can do the work and demonstrating that we can do it in a quality, quality fashion, you know, cause a lot of people were surprised when they saw they're like, Oh, y'all did that. That was really good. Ooh, you know, like, what were you thinking we were going to do? You know, we came out to, to slay. Was there another question? Hi. Are you Jaylene? Hi, Jaylene. I saw you on TV and I just wanted to say how awesome it is. You spoke beautifully. I know that you are, an amazing young woman and a leader at Jason Lee, right? No, Hutlock. At Hutlock, okay. Um, but I just, it was just great. I just wanted to thank you and you for the work that you're doing, especially with young women. And um, I'm just really excited about the future yes. in that way. And, and you're a great example of your generation. Thank you. Just a little uh, kind of an interesting story. Steiner, uh, her friend Steiner, the guy had uh, been nominated seven times. They they actually gave us a story about that ski jump. That's the uh, Olympic ski jump of the uh, from the last uh, Winter Olympics that were in Norway, and uh, uh, how they. One of the things we learned is that there are a number of these peace organizations, and they they make a living bringing peace to different organizations. It could be uh, a Fortune five hundred company that's battling shareholders. Uh, it could be the Rothschild family that's uh, going at it. Uh, uh, and they'll, they will hire these peace organizations in Oslo or in Norway to help settle these deals. He gave us this great example when we were there of a, he said, it's a, a classic example, a country in the middle of Africa. Uh, there's an election. Uh, the loser of the election is challenging the legitimacy. The guy that's, of course, been in power, he goes, it's all legit. And they both parties get their machine guns out and the uh, posse start going at it. And he said, so they fly that both parties are now flown to Norway. They are they can't bring their guns into the country. So that's that's the first filter there at the airport. And then when they get to uh, when they arrive, they put them in vans and they drive them to the ski jump in Lillehammer and then they make them get out of the vans, separate vans, of course, and they have to leave their posses now in the parking lot. And the two 
it's always two guys, the two leaders. It's the two leaders now have to walk the stairs to the top of the ski jump. This is what they make them do. And it's called, uh, they didn't make us walk the, the stairs, but it's called, yeah, it was called slippery. It was icy. And, but they make these guys, they make these guys climb the stairs. And, and they said, uh, the only thing these guys have been thinking about doing the entire time is killing each other the, for years. And then they, and then they have to go up these stairs by themselves without their bodyguards. And then, uh, Somebody will eventually extend a hand out to one of the to the other one. Because they'd be like, and, they're, <laughs> and, they're pay, and then there might be a discussion about they might take a break somewhere on the way up, and they might stop and look at the view, and they might make a comment about the view, and that's the first time that they'll that there's been a discussion Agree on something. about anything else other than trying to kill each other, right? Yeah. He says by the time they get to the top, they're huffing and puffing, and it was like, wow, that was great. And then he said, and that's when they start the peace process, and they take them over to the elevators, and they drop back down to the parking lot, they get in the vans, and then he said, in that situation, they had something worked out in about two weeks. Uh, the loser became the, uh, the, the winner became the president, kept as, as the president, the loser became the prime minister, and a contract was written out where all the money was going to be divided and how the power was going to be shared. And the country now is at peace. Yeah, they're so, peaceful. Yeah, yeah and who knew? But let, let's just be clear. I wasn't walking up that ski jump. No, she wouldn't get up. And Jewel didn't she get out the car. Jewel didn't even get out the car. I thought the response that you were going to have was something about the Sami people. I know that mm. we've showed this many times, mm -hmm. and that is often what people come away with on something that they hadn't even heard mm -hmm. of before is when we that saw on the news about the Sami people were protesting in front of parliament. And we saw this woman on the news, looked up, saw her in the lobby, on the TV station, turned around, looked up, she was walking in the, into the lobby. So just that whole story and that what Norway has to reconcile is really usually a surprise to people in this country. Mm -hmm. They're known, uh, we've, they've been called Laplanders. Maybe you've heard that term. It's a derogatory term, it turns out. I, when I was a kid, my, par my parents had friends they were referred to as Laps or Laplanders. And, and, uh, uh, but apparently it was a term that's easy for Americans to understand, and, but it's a derogatory term in, uh, in, in there. So very interesting. So mm -hmm. learned a little bit on the trip. Okay. Um, before we wrap up, mm -hmm. I'd like to go on record. Yes, sister. I didn't get to go on the trip. <laughs> you notice I was not her plus one. Mm. And I would just like to say. Are you salty? I'm bitter. <laughs> it's been a while. It's She's been confessing a while, now. Mm -hmm. And I'm still bitter. <laughs> now, mind you. Yes, I did have to work. Yeah, and she don't like to get on the plane. She won't even go. And come I, on. And come on. I do get on planes. Not for 14 hours. Not for 14 hours. Even with that said, I'm bitter. But I'm grateful that I got to see this mm -hmm. because I felt as like if were I were there. Okay. And my takeaway, lots of them, that mm -hmm. The Samis really touched me. Yeah, because you that called was right very, away. I did. That was very eye-opening. The young black understanding that there are young black men in this world who don't have to fear the police. Mm -hmm. That they exist. Like never, like never knew there was another model. Mm -hmm. 
but to see it and hear it from their yes. perspective. Right. And the third takeaway, <laughs> police use their words. They use their words. No weapons. And no cuss words either. No weapons. Mm-mm, no weapons. I was just, I sat on the couch. I was like, well, where in what? Okay, let me process this. Mm-hmm. And it's I real. told you this. Yeah, it's real. So biggest takeaway We are but a little drop in the bucket in this whole freaking world. We can do better. We can. Because, my God, if other people can do it, what are we, what, what are we holding? It clearly works. Yes. What are we holding on to? That don't make no sense. Prison industries. I'm going to move over there. Yeah. Damn, you watch No, not to. No, don't. No. It's too cold. It's too cold for us. No. Well, there's no, somewhere girl. else like that where things work different yeah. than here. We'll find Wakanda we'll find somewhere, somewhere else. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's all. And with that, that's I wanted it. to that's say all. those were my takeaways. Yeah. All right. I appreciate everyone. Um, thank you for coming out for what say you. Audrey and I, we really enjoy um recording the podcast. We have uh channel two five three as our sponsors and Doug is really wonderful as a producer. And we're grateful, Eric. Thank you all for how you support us. Eric. Thank mm-hmm. you, Doug. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Eric. So we got some really awesome episodes coming up. And uh, if you haven't listened to any, you know, any or all of our episodes, my favorite is Living While Black. So if you haven't listened to that one, go subscribe and listen to that. Because that day that we recorded that episode, that was my epic. stomach hurt so bad. I laughed so hard. But we was talking real, real stuff. Real sisters, real talk. And can I ask you, is that your friend? What's her name up there? Who? The one that asked the last question. Christy. That is that your friend that said, you always talking about Christy who does the work? The South Sound racist pro, uh, anti-racist project. Yeah. yeah, that's Christy. Oh, hey, Christy. Uh huh. Okay. That's Christy. You said the South Sound racist project. The South Sound anti-racist. <laughs> okay. South, Let's get that clear. Correct yeah. it. Correct it. <laughs> South Sound anti-racist. Okay. Project. All right then. Yeah, that's what that hey, was. Christy. Hey, Christy. And I'm just gonna point her out as I didn't know Christy from Adam. She was just on Facebook, and um. One of my friends made a post about being tired of what the person that president is doing and, you know, frustrated. And, you know, I just got get tired of white people saying they frustrated. Get up and do something. And so I said that on the post and I probably said a few other bleep, 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 you know, but real nice in the Peace Queen way. And then Christy uh, instant messaged me. And asked if we could meet. And then I'm saying, "Mm, do I want to give her my time? I don't know. What is this going to be like? But the spirit said, yes, Mm -hmm. do. And then we did. And we met for, we were only supposed to meet for an hour. I think it was like two and a half hours. And then here we are. She's got this wonderful organization where uh, white people can come and white people work it out. You know, the anti-racist stuff. So anyway. Thank you, Christy. I think we should go now. Okay. Um, so, yeah, tune in to What Say You, Real Sisters, Real Talk, because we got it, huh, girl? Oh, yeah, we got it, but mm-hmm. I still didn't go to Oslo. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm bitter. All right. But I'll get over until we come back next time. Mm-hmm. Drop mm-hmm. the mic. Boom. Thank you for listening to What Say You. 
If you have conversation ideas or want to follow up on what you heard, please contact Melanie by email at melanie at missmelanie.com. M-E-L-A-N-N-I-E at M-I-S-S-M-E-L-A-N-N-I-E dot com. Channel 253 is sponsored by Alaska Airlines. I'm Nate Bowling and I fly Alaska. To book your next trip, go to alaskaair.com. The What Say You podcast is part of the Channel 253 network. Check out our other shows, Nerd Farmer, Interchangeable White Ladies, Citizen Tacoma, Crossing Division, Flounder's B-Team, and We Art Tacoma. This is Channel 253.